you before. I am quite convinced that history is not made by anonymous social and economic forces. It is made by great individuals, great ideas, and the great events that are propelled by these individuals and by these ideas. In famous Greeks, famous Romans, Winston Churchill, we have looked at great figures in history. In a history of freedom, in the wisdom of history, life lessons from the great books, books that have made history, we have looked at the great ideas. In this, we are going to study the history of the world in terms of the great events. In choosing great events, I have been guided again by my own wisdom and ideas. I think an event should be described, one, if in itself it fundamentally changed history and was important. Two, if the aftermath shows that history was changed by that event. And thirdly, that event still reverberates with us today. For always, the best reason for studying history is not the accumulation of facts. It is to use the lessons of the past to make decisions in the present and to look into the future. We begin our course with the beginning of history. The event that changed everything that came afterwards, the birth of civilization. It occurred first in the Middle East. And our course will take us again and again to the Middle East. The crucible of conflict, the graveyard of empire, and in this case, the nursery of civilization. There were two great revolutions that brought civilization into being. The first was around 8,000 B.C., when the human race in various parts of the world, but first of all in the Middle East, began to settle down, transform themselves from being hunters and gatherers with very limited quantities of food and very seasonal, into being farmers who lived in villages, were thus stable, and had a relatively stable amount of food. Now that changed history forever. We still live with the reverberations of that fundamental discovery that you can grow crops on a regular basis, you can uh, domesticate animals and eat them and breed them. And this then enables a number of people to carry out other tasks, let's say making weapons, without having to grow their own food. But in 3000 BC, another great step in history occurred. In Egypt, as well as in the land of the two rivers, the Tigris and Euphrates river valleys, Mesopotamia, Iraq of today, there in both Egypt and Iraq, with a good deal of mutual exchange of ideas and techniques, the fundamental elements of civilization came into being. One, complex government structures. Two, the use of metal 
the ability to work metal, to create bronze tools, and with those bronze tools, to build monumental structures like the pyramids, like the Tower of Babel described in the Old Testament, writing. And with that, a fifth element, the ability of these complex governmental structures to organize and make use of labor and thus to increase the size of the population. These developments changed the world. They were never forgotten and they are with us today. You're right. That ability to transmit knowledge, to pass it down, shaped history forever. It brought into being great works of literature like the Divine Comedy of Dante.